Yes, it's Sunday, July 3rd, 2022. Coming up on the program today, the future governor of Arizona hates Elvis Presley, but has a soft spot for space aliens. Plus, the creepy no-eyed doll that makes everyone that looks at her have chest pains, a burger fucker training video, and a wrecking ball to your pussy. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents televangelist Kearney Thomas praying the AIDS away. Yes, um, I would like prayer because I'm 17 years old and I've been living HIV positive ever since I was born. My God. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I curse this sickness in her body. And I command Crystal to be made whole. Get a little co-shot, cleanse the blood. And God, you get Crystal brand new blood. Do it right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Crystal? Yes. I just believe God just touched and healed your body and just worked a miracle for you. I want you to plan to live and not die. Yes, sir. You hear what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I, I want to. I pray for others that have been tested to be HIV positive and got healed. I've even prayed uh, and it's documented. I pray for people that have had full bloom AIDS and God has healed them and God has worked a miracle for them. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. <laughs> 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 Full bloom AIDS. All right, here we go. Here we go. Tim back here with you on a Sunday doing a weekend podcast, a makeup show, really, for a uh, podcast that I missed earlier in the week. Not sure how many of you are listening to podcasts right now, because here in America, it's a big holiday weekend. Independence Day, baby. God bless America. My home. Sweet. Fortunately, this kid's in prison. He was at the January 6th insurrection. He was the guy dressed as a ninja wearing a top hat. I mean, honestly, if I ever go to a protest or, you know, if I want to participate in overthrowing the government or whatever, I'm totally going to have a wacky outfit like that dude. You know, the, the QAnon shaman. He stood out in a sea of fat hillbillies. All of the pictures, uh, you know, January 6th feature that guy. And I'm an attention whore, so I gave a lot of thought to, like, what I would wear at a protest or insurrection. I settled on uh, a cape, obviously. You got to give people a little intrigue. You got to be a little mysterious. So I'm going to be wearing a shirt that reads, God entered my body like a body my same size, and he ripped my mouth open. He gave me sores and crawls out of my penis hole with sharp fingernails, stretching it and making it bleed. You know, kind of like that uh, U-tard we feature. People are going to read that and wonder, what's up with that guy? He's got a story to tell. Big, blonde, bouffant wigs, sparkly rhinestones and sequins. Basically, I want to look like Walter Mercado, famous flamboyant Hispanic astrologer. If you've never seen Walter Mercado, oh my God, take a look at the chapter artwork. That's what I want to look like as I take a shit on Nancy Pelosi's desk or whatever. Every newspaper is going to want to get a shot of me. Your boy's going to be famous. I mean, I'll be locked up. Small price to pay for fame. Real quick, speaking of how fucked up our nation is on this very important July 4th, happy Independence Day, 
Uh, have you seen the compilations for recent debates? There was a debate for the Wyoming uh, Republican, I don't know, House seat or something. And there's, I don't know, like five or six people running, including uh, Meg Cheney. <laughs> What's her name? Mary Cheney? No, Lynn Cheney. Liz Cheney. I'll get it right one of these times. One of those fucking Cheneys. How could I forget her name? She's got that popular song everyone's singing. Right? Lizzo Cheney. It's about damn time. In a minute, I'ma need a sentimental mental woman to pump me up. Feeling fussy, walking in my Balenciennes, trying to bring out the fabulous. Cause I give a fuck way too much. I'ma need like two shots in my cup. Wanna get up, wanna get down. Mm, that's how I feel right now. Ooh, I've been so down and under I was doing pretty good until the end there. Pretty sure that's how Lizzo Cheney started the January 6th commission hearings. Little song and dance number. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, yes, the uh, Republican primary debate. Listen to these absolutely cuckoo crazy banana people talk. We're going to go to what we call a lighting round. January 6th. was a setup from the beginning. Oh. We cannot have uh, actual... Um, um, oh, gosh. Um... <laughs> See, um, anyway, uh, she lost her train of thought there. And then uh, Mary Cheney speaks. Uh, <laughs> what we saw happen on January 6th uh, was uh, clearly an attempt to uh, delay the count of the electoral votes. She's the only person who believes that uh, on the stage here. All these other people believe there's a huge conspiracy. All votes. Coronavirus. A lot of uh, election fraud going on. Oh, now coronavirus. OK. Coronavirus vaccine policy. They knew Fauci had awards for his work in cytokines. Mr. Fauci is one of the most corrupt individuals in Washington, D.C. We are to oppose any vaccines. Any and all vaccines are evil. Like, even if you don't agree with how Fauci handled this particular crisis, you, re you think he's the most corrupt person in Washington. He's been laying low all these years waiting for his moment to strike. Who fucking appointed him? Was it like Nixon or Ronald Reagan or something? We need to do everything we can to protect ourselves from- That's uh, Liz Cheney here. Future viruses. Wyoming residents' faith in the election process. I understand when I talked to Mike Lindell, he did say that there was a small, small- <laughs> The my pillow guy, Mike Lindell. Why is he part of this discussion at all? Right? Like, he sells pillows and slippers and shit. To Mike Lindell. Guys, I promise you, this is not just me being a libtard faggot. This is nutso stuff. She could have said 10,000 things that sounded more sane. I talked to some election officials. I talked to analysts. No, she's getting her information from the my pillow guy. I understand when I talked to Mike Lindell, he did say that there was a small, small portion of uh, voter fraud in this state, but that is alarming. What about uh, 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 Facebook? Yeah. Uh, what about Facebook? Using the, uh, the, the system. I don't like their new reels feature. What about you? Using the, uh, the, the system to, to, to steer people. Uh, we, we know for a fact all the major internets do that. <laughs> Hold on here. I'm going to have to isolate that audio. That's pretty brilliant. That's the new, the internet is a series of tubes. System to to, to steer people. Uh, we, we know for a fact all the major 
internets do that. So in Wyoming, they're debating different ideas. Over in Arizona, though, things are getting a little more personal. The candidates seem to hate each other. Take a listen. Never now happened. The, HB 2280. Hold on. Let her finish, please, Scott. Okay. God, they talk over me, and I'm Italian. That shouldn't happen. You know <laughs> I'm what? Irish. Okay. You know what? Why not get high-tech people that are going to be on the machines that are Republicans? A Democrat, Republican, get supervisors, that, that, equal amount. That happens. That, we, we have parties we, looking over. Th- that's like right. Moderators trying to inject some facts into this debate, I guess. Result. They're, they're mm-hmm. doing it now. No, no. They, they they're actually they telling they they have not. hundreds, 200,000 minimum ballots were trafficked by mules. No. An honest election. May I finish? Mamma mia. We I feel like state. I'm on an SNL skit here. Are you we going to take it, control of the debate? We are taking, no, 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 Carrie, I don't want I'm you to try to I'm happy to do it. it. I know you would be okay. happy to do it. Listen, I haven't been on a stage with this many women since I've been to a baby shower. It's been a while. I, I don't know how that's going to go over, Scott, but we'll let that hang. <laughs> um, let's talk about... What? Do you think Republican voters want a candidate who doesn't even believe in the vote? I don't believe this primary has been fair. I can tell you that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have launched the lawsuit. Our campaign. Yeah, not only was the presidential election rigged, we all know that, but this primary that is uh, just between Republicans, that's been rigged too. I'm not sure why or how or who's doing this. I don't believe this primary has been fair. I can tell you that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have launched the lawsuit. Our campaign is a movement. We're going to show up and vote in droves. They're going to have to cheat even harder in order to try to win this. Your campaign's a psyop. Holy shit. Some lofty allegations being thrown around there. Someone's running a psyop campaign. First of all, put everything. I feel like this is a spoof, honestly. Go ahead. Finish what you were saying, please. (laughs) Is this a spoof, Ted? No, it's not. Are you sure? Yes, I am. Wow. Okay. I'm pro-life from conception to death. And I believe. No exceptions for rape or incest? Well, that's a gray area. I, I don't know. That's a personal decision for a person. Well, why can't we treat human life in the same way that we would treat alien life? That we discovered how an alien planet. There's a reason we don't always invite Scott, because he's polling at 0%. No, 1%. This is what happens. Correction, bitch. 1%. (laughs) There's a reason we don't always invite Scott, because he's polling at 0%. No, 1%. This is what happens. How cunty is that? Oh, I love it. (laughs) 0%. No, 1%. This is what Facts matter. Hi, Scott, please. And we know you can't respond to a closing statement. The only kind of drag I've ever dressed in is a business suit or construction work clothes. I've never aspired to be Elvis Presley. Guy is running on a firmly anti-Elvis platform. That I can get behind, I think. Anti-Elvis and pro-aliens? All right, that's it. That's it. That was his closing remarks. Oh, my God, we are fucked. That being said, um, politics sure is entertaining now. Used to be boring. Now there's uh, there's like not a dull moment. Kind of cool. Uh, oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Uh, you know, back uh, in December, or January, I took that sleep study and I was diagnosed with sleep apnea and I was prescribed a CPAP machine. Well, it finally arrived in the mail. And once again, just like nothing ever works out right. So the reason why it's taken like seven months to get the machine is because of fucking COVID and supply shortages and all that crap. Plus, like the manufacturer of one of the most popular machines uh, had a massive recall. 
because like there was asbestos in the breathing tubes or something. It was made by this uh, tiny company called um, Philips. They didn't know any better. Yeah, like one of the biggest goddamn companies in the world made this uh, CPAP machine that apparently had like foam. I guess they use it as like sound dampening. And what would happen is as the foam got old, it would like flake off and get sucked up in the tube. The tube that like goes into your mouth. So you're swallowing pieces of cancerous foam. In the grand scheme of things, you're better off just like not using that machine at all and just forgetting to breathe every few minutes. I don't know. People live with sleep apnea all the time. That's like undiagnosed. Lung cancer is a big deal, though. Anyway, that's another reason for like the shortages. There was a massive recall. So I was expecting uh, a machine from a very reputable company. It's like the number one CPAP maker. And they don't have this like cancer foam problem. The downside, of course, is you got to wait fucking seven, eight months before you can get yours. Okay. All right. I'm a patient individual. On Friday, Lord Douche notifies me that there was a, a package for me in the mailbox. My machine had finally come. I'll be able to get a good night's rest and, you know, not suffocate to death. I will officially have enough oxygen going to my brain so I won't stroke out in the middle of the night. Right on the outside of the box, though, was the first problem. I was like, what the hell name is this? I've, not, I've never heard of something called an eye breeze. What the hell's an eye breeze? Well, that's the CPAP machine I got. And there's very little information about it online because... This company has only been in business since 2015 and is based in, like, Shenzhen, China. That's right. I think I got myself some sort of junky, off-brand bootleg CPAP machine. Also, it, I found out it's <laughs> it's not approved by the FDA, which they, they have to approve these things, right? The only reason they're able to sell this here in the U.S. is because there's such a shortage and, like, People are dying because they don't have their machines. The FDA did one of those like emergency. They signed some sort of emergency thing where it's like, OK, well, we haven't really evaluated this, but we're going to go ahead and allow them to be sold because there's like there's no other options right now. That's the machine I got. I can't even use it because uh, it did not come with a mask. My stupid medical supply company ordered that separately, which is fine. But you would have you would have thought they would have like organized it so it would all arrive at the same time. So I couldn't really do anything with the machine for a couple of days. I got my mask last night. And so I immediately like set up the machine and uh, tried to get a good night's sleep, which I didn't. I told those assholes during my sleep study. I'm like, look, I sleep with my mouth open. I take in a lot of air from my mouth. I am. I believe they call those mouth breathers. Yeah, that's what I am when I sleep. Anyway, they're like, uh, no, no. A lot of people think they're mouth breathers, but they're really not. So during my test, my sleep study, they use these, uh, what they, I think they call, they're called uh, nose pillows. Air is shot right up through your nostrils. And, you know, it's true during the sleep study, that's what I use. But I was also fucking drugged up on Ambien or Lunestra or something. Of course, I'm going to be able to sleep when I'm highly medicated. Last night, I, uh, I was not medicated. Now, many of you probably don't know this because you're not uh, an obese fucking monster like me having to rely on a machine to breathe for you. But uh, the way that your body works and the way this machine works is so the air is uh, shot into your nose. 
You cannot open your mouth. If you open your mouth, the air will shoot out of it. That's how much like pressure, like air pressure is like shooting into your nose. So if you keep your mouth shut, that's fine. But as, as I drift off to sleep, my body involuntarily wants to open my mouth. So I'm drifting off to sleep, drifting off. My eyes are getting heavy. Images of Chris Evans and Jake Gyllenhaal naked, slapping their dicks on my cheek. It's going to be a nice, beautiful, sticky, wet dream. My mouth gets a little droopy. That's literally what I hear. That's the air rushing out of my mouth. Not to mention, like, the feeling of air hitting all sides of your mouth. So instantly I'm like, ah! I wake up. Then I close my mouth, slowly drift off to sleep again. Oh, how nice. Chris Evans is putting his cock right in my mouth. Gobble, gobble, gobble. In reality, my mouth is starting to slowly open again. And it was a vicious goddamn cycle. After three hours, I aborted. I ripped the fucking mask off and I just went to sleep. First night did uh, did not go so well. I will try again tonight. This time adding a little uh, pre-bed alcohol and maybe some melatonin. I will get back to you later in the week with the results. That's what's happening in the life of Tim. Just a lot of suck. And blowing, too. (sighs) But it's all air. It's not the good kind of blowing. All right, listen, let's move on. E-Fucked is back with uh, one of my favorite compilations in a while. You know I love bad porn acting. Our boy has us covered today. Are you, are you really ass-fucking my mother right now? Now, it should be noted that it's very clear that he is ass-fucking her mom. The man is naked. The mom is naked. The mom is still riding this guy's cock as this whole discussion is taking place. The mom doesn't even have the common courtesy to dismount. Distorted Views, Mother of the Week. Yes, well, she is a candidate, that's for sure. I love this scene because the boyfriend, who is ass-fucking the mom, has the audacity to deny the allegations. Are you you really ass-fucking my mother right now? What? No. Really? No? You're a fucking liar. Your dick is in her ass right now. Like, I see this. What do you expect? You left me with blue balls. It's a medical issue. You're fucking my mom. Like, this is so wrong. It is wrong. You left your man with blue balls. To be fair, I didn't know he was suffering from blue balls. I would have given him a pass had I known it. I can't believe I have to watch this. It's your mother. Be nice. Yeah, it's my mother and you're my boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. This is uncomfortable. Maybe get off the couch where your mom's getting fucked. Why are you sitting so close to her? Also, the girl who's, uh, you know, upset, understandably, inexplicably, she's got a wet stain on her shirt. Like, she's fully clothed and something happened to her. She spilled something prior to this. There's just, like, a lot going on. A lot of questions. This is uncomfortable. I told you so. Kids, seriously, let me come right now. I thought you loved me, though. She said, uh, I thought you loved me. And I don't know who she's talking to. The boyfriend or the mom. Both are applicable. The next scene uh, doesn't really have a lot of acting. It's more about the sound effects. In it, uh, there's a girl who appears to be passed out or maybe dying. She's uh, standing up only because I think there's like uh, ropes 
spreading her up against a wall, but there's an odd sound. That. Right there. You're going to hear that over and over. That is the sound of a wrecking ball repeatedly, repeatedly swinging and smashing into her cunt. I believe they sweetened the audio there. No way her cunt is being abused that badly. Efuck mentions that uh, this goes on for 26 minutes straight. It's like the only thing that happens in this film. Oh, she's like hung up on a cross. Okay. All right. I didn't notice that at first. Sorry, I was too hung up on the... Uh... Miley, do you want to help me out? I came in like a wrecking ball! time since I heard that song. I think I did much better with Lizzo. And that, sadly, is saying a lot. All right, let's do one more scene, and uh, then you can watch the rest, of course, over there at efuck.com. This poor guy can only dribble out a tiny bit of cum. (laughs) That's it? I love porn that tries to incorporate special effects. His jizz is computer animated, and it's just a little bubble. A tiny little little bubble comes out of his dickhole. So his girlfriend there is kind of making fun of him for it. He searches out for some help, I guess. What's wrong? When I try to come, there is only one drop. This is Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite, I think. I can help with that. I'll whip you into shape. Trust me. Woman has ginormous tits. Well, she's helping him work out by lifting tiny weights on his dick. She set a two-pound barbell uh, on his penis. She's coaching him through it. She also prepared a smoothie for him. In the end, he uh, he fucks his trainer. That's when his girlfriend, you know, the one who was making fun of him for uh, only being able to spurt out a little bit of jizz, comes in, and I believe he shoots a massive load. Ropes and ropes have come all over her face. What the fuck? Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> I'd run, honey. Again, there's a lot going on here. Uh, he's a super sperm soaker, and he he's even dressed like a superhero at this point. He has a cape. He looks exactly the way I want to look when I shit on Nancy Pelosi's desk in the Capitol. Just to paint you a picture there. Again, check out efuck.com for more porn scenes worthy of an Oscar. Six. Before we get into the news today, got to say thanks to DB listener Pajamas in the Discord for providing a link to yet another great clip. This time, a Gooner Bader training video that involves fucking a hamburger. This is a new one. I don't know why you need someone to tell you to fuck a hamburger. You should just see that sexy looking piece of meat between two buns and immediately start dripping pre-cum from your dick. Anyway... This training video features like some uh, AI text-to-speech female voice. And at first you think, oh, this is not real. This is just, you know, they're trying to be funny. 
no one is actually going to fuck a, a burger. But uh, someone actually does. Fuck, there's video of someone fucking a hamburger as this training video continues. Take a or listen. Sexy. You should fuck a burger. Burgers are sexy. Guys are so stupid. They hear a pretty voice going, you should fuck a burger. And the guy's like, okay, good idea. Yeah, I, I'll get naked, film myself fucking meat patty. Burgers. For you. Are sexy. You should fuck a burger now. Burgers are sexy. You should fuck a burger. Burgers are sexy. You should fuck a burger now. Oh, what a waste of a perfectly good burger. I mean, I hope he ate that thing afterwards. Slide that dick between the warm patty and that soft, squishy bun. Feel your hard dick slide in and out of your sexy burger fuck toy. Hey, my little burger fuck toy. He's fucking two patties here. There's two pieces of meat and a cheese and a piece of cheese in the middle. It's got lots of mayo, so it's extra easy to fuck. It but does. You can always use more. Imagine shooting a fat load into that sexy burger. Imagine it drilling out from the greasy hole you fucked into it. Stinky just globs mixed with warm burger grease oozing out as you bite into it. That does sound kind of good. Beta loser just belongs. I don't think it's because I like jizz so much as I as, as I really like a it. juicy burger. Beta loser just belongs in burgers. It's just natural. Fuck yes. Fuck that burger. Feel that sexy burger grease slide all over your hard dick. 1,200 people saw this video, and it currently stands at a 4.2 out of 5 rating. This is better than human sex. This is heaven. You're going to stay a virgin and fuck burgers only for the rest of your life, and that's okay. That's good. It's good to be a retarded burger sexual loser. That's a good burger fucker. <laughs> burger sexual. Aren't you so happy you Surprised we haven't seen that on TikTok yet. Listen to mommy and fuck a burger. I'm sorry, good burger on. fucker. Aren't you so happy you listened to mommy and fuck a burger? Now you're addicted, so I expect you'll be fucking more in the future. Preferably at least twice a day. And don't forget to eat them so you grow into a sweaty gross fat ass too. There you go. Title of the video is Dumb Burger Fucker Slam Fucks His Greasy Burger Wife. Still, I think this is sadder than having one of those waifu pillows. At least the meat is warm and, uh, and like wet and juicy, right? All right, well, thank you very much, pajamas. A weird porn he's looking for. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I'm fucked up news. Programming note. Yes, I am taking the day off tomorrow. There are very few actual holidays that I take off. And I think I'm going to I'm going to I'm just going to say that tomorrow it's going to be one of them. Most of you are probably listening to this episode on July 4th anyway or July 5th. I'll be back on uh, Tuesday doing a Sideshow exclusive program. So the next time uh, you'll get a brand new episode. If you are not a Sideshow member, will be Wednesday. All the more reason to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. That is DV's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows like on Tuesday. And again, we'll be doing another one on Thursday. Typically, I do uh, two Sideshow exclusive episodes a week. The Sideshow started in 2006 or 2007, so there are tons of exclusive shows you have not heard yet. Sign up now so you don't miss a thing. It really does uh, help out the program. Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Again, Superfreaksideshow.com. If you listen through Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can get new Sideshow exclusive episodes just by uh, tapping and subscribing right in the apps. 
That's a cool new way to get Sideshow content. Uh, finally, another way to support DV, we've got that Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there, and of course, every little bit helps. So thank you so much to all of my patrons, and of course, you Sideshow members. I say it a lot, but I mean it. You are the reason this show continues. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, you guys remember several years ago, I came up with what I thought was a brilliant idea, and I was laughed out of here. You guys were like, Tim, that's the dumbest fucking stupidest shit I've ever heard. And here I was just trying to save the planet. You know, no biggie. I'm the only one uh, trying to do anything about this. I My suggestion was the planet's getting hotter. So why not paint all of the dark surfaces like roads and grass white? There's got to be a way we can do this, like turning the, the green grass white painting pavement and roofs white then all that light instead of being absorbed will be you know bounced back out into space well it's now 2022 and uh roofs are still dark pavement and grass are most noticeably not white and you know our planet is still fucked it wasn't a dumb idea it was a brilliant idea there are plenty of dumber ideas, and I've got one of those for you today. Listen to this dumb bullshit. Now, t- you tell me what makes more sense. Bouncing off a light and heat, you know, reflecting it away from the planet, or wrapping the world in bubble wrap. Well, now, th- this just sounds like something a fucking four-year-old would come up with. If we wrap the world in bubble wrap, no one can get hurt because there would be so much cushion everywhere. Well, this is what scientists are working on. Oh, goddamn planet is dumb. The planet is getting hotter. If only someone would have warned us about that, uh, causing not only record heat waves, but fierce storms and floodings. Scientists say that up to 70% of the Earth's animals and plant species could be extinct by the end of the century. And we could be among them. Oh, we will be among them. Global temperatures are rising at a rate not seen since the last ice age. And we all know how that worked out for us. That happened about 125,000 years ago. The change is hard to ignore. After June's temperatures in the United Kingdoms hit a blistering 32.7 degrees Celsius. You do the conversion. I'm in no mood today. It's the weekend. Plus, this is a metric-free podcast. Is Celsius, like, considered the metric system? I just know we don't use that here, and we don't use the metric system. All right, a team of scientists from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Hey, that's where the Blackulator Caucasiatron is from. They've proposed a radical solution to cool the globe back down. A space parasol made of bubble wrap. I mean, it's a little more complex than that. You know, brainiacs over at MIT are not just going to use bubble. It's going to be special bubble wrap. They said that uh, we could potentially reverse the global warming trend by deflecting around 1.8% of the energy coming from the sun. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot. You know, the sun produces a lot of energy. My question is, how much energy would be deflected using my system instead? You know, the white paint? Even if it's not as much as 1.8%, my system is way more easier to implement. It's just making things white. We don't have to launch fucking space parasols. I don't even know that's going to work. Previous studies have looked at injecting dust or some other reflective substance into the Earth's atmosphere. Again, why the atmosphere? 
do it on the surface, uh, trying to deflect the sun, but all of those schemes carry an extra risk. If there were any unforeseen circumstances, there's no undo button for geoengineering on that scale. Again, that's why my system is so great. You know, if we paint every fucking surface white and then the earth gets too cold or something, just repaint it or strip the paint. Easy peasy. I'm sure we could get one of those uh, paint companies to donate, right? Uh, the world was saved thanks to Sherwin-Williams. You can't get any advertising better than that. This global catastrophe was prevented by Sherwin-Williams. Makers of fine interior and exterior paint, satin, matte, semi-gloss. Choose the paint that fucking prevented billions of deaths. MIT researchers say a shield made out of space bubbles stationed at Langrangian Point One. I don't know what that is, but it's apparently one of the spots in the solar system where the sun's gravity and the Earth's are in perfect balance. That could screen out a significant percentage of solar radiation without risks. Oh, there's always risks. They may be unforeseen. There's always a chance something can go horribly wrong. The screen, roughly the size of Brazil. I'm sorry. Uh... Have we ever, as a as a, as a as a as a species, have we ever created something the size of Brazil? How the fuck would we make that? Brazil's a big ass country. Brazil is a country, right? It's not a city. I don't want to seem dumb here. All right, uh, the screen, roughly the size of Brazil, would be made of space bubbles, made of silicon. We believe that inflating thin film shells in space directly from homogeneous molten materials such as silicon can provide a variation in thickness that refracts a broad wave spectrum. You've never been to a refract party? And allows us to launch large structural film elements. The team shared in a press release. What? What does that mean? They point out that if anything went wrong, the bubbles could just be popped. Popping bubbles in space is still harder than repainting. Plus, you know, the other issue is, is scientists always have these grand ideas, but it's always like, you know, decades away. Significant challenges remain. See, from working out how to produce the space, they don't even know how to make the fucking shit. From working out how to produce the space bubbles in a large enough quantity to de-icing. I don't think it's supposed to be de-icing. I think it's supposed to be deciding, deciding who pays for the project. Uh, also, de-icing might be in it. It's very cold in space. Uh, but with temperature records toppling almost daily, it's uh, worth considering whether bubble wrap could save the world. Second story we have for you today. You know when a plane has been overbooked? Sometimes the airline will offer you vouchers or even money to take a different flight. What happens, though, when no one takes that offer? Well, the offer just keeps going up in value until someone takes it. This is the weirdest thing to me. I don't know what... There's got to be some law that makes the, the airline do this, right? Because the airline is so quick to screw people over in a myriad of ways. You would think if they were overbooked, they would just point at someone and say, Hey, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not on this flight. Sorry. Fuck you. It's insane to me that the airline actually does have to cough up real money. Like, serious money. Uh, in the case of uh, this next news story... Uh, passengers flying Delta Airlines out of the Gerald R. Ford International Airport in Michigan say they were offered uh, a lot of cash earlier this week. Quote, I think the airlines are doing everything they can to make it a good experience, but $10,000 is a lot, said passenger Jason Aten. Aten and his family are currently enjoying their Alaskan adventure. 
but just getting there was also an adventure. It started when he and his family were sitting on the tarmac at the Ford Airport Monday, set to take off for their connecting flight in Minneapolis. Quote, they came on the PA system and said that they were looking for volunteers and that they were willing to pay $10,000, which everyone assumed they heard wrong. $10,000 was their starting offer? How is Delta still in business? I mean, have they never heard of negotiating? Offer some free meal vouchers or something first. Some coupons to Red Lobster and a like overnight stay at a hotel or something. Go right to 10 grand. Like, are they even making money on this flight? Again, to be clear, in this case, it was not a travel voucher. It was actually a $10,000 Visa gift card. It may be easy to assume a 10 took the money and got off the plane, but it wasn't that easy for the tech writer who wrote about the experience in a recent column. Four adults and four children were in their traveling party. I know $10,000 seems like a lot of money, but you have to realize that it didn't really sink in that this is really what they were offering. And second of all, try to do the math. And now they're going to get everybody to their destination, said a 10. Uh, I've taken bumps, as they call it, plenty of times. But usually that's for a couple of hundred dollars, right? Travel agents say that while they haven't heard of that large of an offer to bump either, uh, it shouldn't come as a surprise. Airline delays have become common. Experts say the pandemic basically shut down the airline industry. Airlines ended up cutting staff, including offering pilots early retirement. Now that the public is flying again, there just isn't enough staff to keep up with demand. Airlines don't want to piss off customers, so big incentives are made to make room on the plane. So Mr. Atin or Atin turned down the $10,000. Does he have regrets? He says, don't ask my wife that question. He says with a laugh, someone on that plane had to take that offer pretty quick, right? You'd be dumb not to. Dumb like the guy in this story. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. Ah, meet Janet, a 119-year-old doll who is probably haunted. Janet is a doll that, according to her owner, has blinked, thrown herself off of a shelf, and regularly gives people chest pains when they're around her. I'm curious about that third point. The first two can just sort of be explained away. You just think you saw the doll blink. The doll didn't throw herself off a shelf. The doll fell off the shelf. Could have been some vibrations, maybe a a low-flying plane or an earthquake. There's plenty of uh, plausible explanations. But the uh, the chest pain thing? That doll is dork-sided. She is so unsettling that Mickey York, Janet's owner and carer and a paranormal investigator, previously kept the doll locked away in his shed. This sounds like uh, The Conjuring. You know, they got that special room where they lock all the cursed things in there and Annabelle's in like that glass case. I'm, I'm smelling some bullshit here. Recently, Mickey decided to bring Janet out of her box and display her in his home office. Why would you do that? With a doll that uh, blinks at you and throws herself around the house. Gives people heart attacks. Uh, He did this all against his family's wishes. His family hates him. I decided to bring Janet out just to see what would happen. Characters in horror movies aren't even that stupid. I don't know. Let's take her out of the lock shed and just see if she'll kill me. 
Good fucking grief. He deserves whatever he's going to get. All right. I decided to bring Janet out just to see what would happen. And since she's been on display in my office, I regularly walk in to find her on the floor. And there's no way she could have fallen off. Really? No way whatsoever. She's on a shelf. You can't think of one or two ways this doll might just fall off without her being possessed by the devil. Okay. All right. I'm trying to communicate with Janet through a spirit box to find out why she's constantly jumping off the shelf. She obviously doesn't want to be up there. Maybe she's got a fear of heights. Just fucking keep her on the floor or something. You don't need to talk to her and find out why. I've had Janet since 2016, and usually she is kept locked away because she brings such bad feelings to people when when they are around her. She is kind of creepy, but all old dolls are. She's definitely not welcome by my family. Since having her, a lot has happened. There has been a moment when Janet has been captured blinking on camera, even though she doesn't actually have any eyes, which is like the creepiest part of this. Uh, I've also had friends around Janet who have had to walk away because they started to feel chest pains and they started feeling sick. When I'm working with Janet, even I feel sick. She's not well-liked and people hate her. I hope you weren't saying that with Janet around. This is not going to end well for him. Uh, Janet belonged to a woman in Texas, and after her owner passed away, the family wanted to get rid of the doll as they couldn't stand having her around. Poor Janet. Starting to see why she's so pissed off. Everyone hates her. For no reason. Uh, They heard footsteps in the house, and it gave them a terrible feeling, so they gave the doll away to Mickey after coming across him online. Mickey said, when I first got Janet in 2016, I was so excited. I knew there must be something serious about her because the family didn't want any money for her and even paid to get it sent over to the UK. They really wanted rid of her. She had no name when I first got her. I discovered that her name was Janet through a spirit box session. I asked for her name and the spirit that is attached to the doll told me that it was Janet. She has sworn at me before when I communicated with her through the spirit box, so relations are strained. I don't know too much about her other than that there is a print on her back that says 1903. And I think that the spirit attached is a child that can't see out because she hasn't got eyes. Ooh. Janet also has teeth, which are really spooky. Mickey plans to keep getting to know her and seeing what more fun she can bring into his home. Sounds like he's going to turn Janet into a love doll. Make that baby doll into a baby woman. If you know what I mean. Hi, Galileo2333. He knows what I mean. There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Uh, show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Yada, yada, yada. All right, let's do uh, just a couple real quick voicemails. I think we got some patrons checking in here today. And you don't even fucking get it. Having kids in today's day and age where the kid can pick the exact fucking show that they want but don't quite know how to use the remote quite yet so you go through about 15 20 minutes of oh how about this episode no i don't want to watch this episode how about this episode? no 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 and then it gets even worse because not only do they like the original show they like all the little spin-offs all the little quote-unquote fan-made videos like uh, fucking blippy oh my god you're fucking fan blippy fan blippy i want the fan blippy Say you so- mean steezy grossman no oh, whatever anyway it's blippy 
beautiful bastard. Thank you. Yeah, we were talking about Caillou on a recent episode of DV. They're bringing that little asshole back after only being off the air for a year. It it was finally canceled or wrapped up its show. And then uh, goddamn Peacock was like, reboot time. By the way, if you uh, don't know about the whole blippy, steezy Grossman thing, you... I have to bring it up every time because it is so great. Blippy, who is like the uh, world's largest children's entertainer right now. Oh, he's got all sorts of like uh, toys. Like he's merchandising like shit. He, he started like a YouTube channel. I think he does like videos and all sorts of stuff. Really annoying character. The guy who plays him prior to becoming Blippy. He was like, uh, you know, like all of us just looking for internet fame, doing what he can to, to get noticed. And he created a character called Steezy Grossman. And uh, in his most infamous video, which I I still have, I don't know where I should post it. It was pretty much taken off the internet, but I think there may be some copies. I'm, I'm sure people are still circulating it. Blippy takes a big shit. Like he stands on a toilet, pulls down his pants and diarrheas all over another man. Not as a sex thing, but as a goof, you know, for laughs. This is who you're letting uh, entertain your children. Now, I ask you, am I worse than Blippy? really? I just use words, right? I use colorful language. Any weird and disgusting things that I feature are not uh, from me. They're clips from other people doing disgusting stuff. I just laugh at the absurdity of it all. You should not fear me being around your kid. You should fear Blippy. Good God. Hey, Tim. Haley's Comet calling up. Uh, I want to thank you for the MVP mention uh, after you played the uh, some of the audio I found for the show, but I yeah. can't take much credit for it. Oh. Uh, the only reason I found that audio is because I was looking up the crazy dating advice uh, audio that was in the best of show that you played. Uh, oh, okay. I hadn't remembered that, so I thought, i got to look this up, see just how crazy this lady is. And one of the sites that had a download of her album also had that link. So I did the legwork. Still, you found it. Tim, but you are the I mean, that's how anyone really finds stuff on the internet. You know, you you run across it, right? So so, thank you, I guess. All right, let's do uh, one more here. Hey, Tim. It's Bonjuzilla. I just wanted to call uh, to let you know I am literally drinking sweet tea literally underneath the magnolia tree right now <laughs> oh, uh, there's, there's pictures of it in the discord um didn't know i had one was drinking sweet tea anyways is it all, is it yeah, y'all, that's, y'all that's sweet tea? have a good one man well there you Love go he's living that mead skeleton lifestyle uh thank you very much for all the calls keep them coming it's all the time we have on this edition of the program want you guys to email me show at distortedview.com distortedview.com is our official website voicemail line for you 206-666-4463 that's 206-666 oh god it's an oh god burgers are sexy you should fuck a burger now Grab the distortion std tell all your friends about the program don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts i will see you back uh, on tuesday if and only if your sideshow members uh, otherwise i'll see you back on wednesday until then have a great day bye everybody
is rapely? Is that a word? You know, he was he was doing things rapely in a rape-like fashion. Also, I would like to see rapid used more often. It's kind of like rabid. It was a rabid dog. It was a rapid man. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.